Galaxy Lights, Coachella, Lightning Bolt Necklaces. 2023 was the year of Scandaval. On March 3rd, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandaval. One retrospective story told in three salacious parts. Listen December 26th on the Ringer Reality Feed. This is our show. This is what's happening. We're talking. Does it not seem quieter to you? Like, you say something now. No, I can hear you fine. You can hear? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. The music reason. was normal. Normally loud and atrocious. So, yeah. Good. It's a uh, second to last episode of the year. How do you feel, buddy? Call me when it's over. <laughs> yeah. Um, episode number 288, by the way. I just did the math. By math, I mean I looked at Apple. I love that you know the number. And I've always liked that idea of saying the number, but you no, once said, I would never. I know do. you once said I you hate, hate that. People who, okay, well, back with boo, boo, boo. <laughs> episode number nine. First of all, no one's listening to those people. Second of all, nobody cares what number it is. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I hate it. Episode. If you were a solo podcaster, you would start every episode with that. Here's the problem with being a solo podcaster. Yeah, I don't see anybody. <laughs> There's no solo podcast that I think is great. Not one. Now, I, I mean, there's only one podcast I actually think is great, period. Actually, not even great. I don't listen to half the time. I don't think there's any great podcasts out there that I listen to consistently. And I'm like, everyone's good. Unless your voice is on it. Oh, I hate listening to my own. Oh, <laughs> it's better than most, but I hate listening to it. Uh, no. this, the, what is it? Tell us what it is. No, absolutely not. It's a Why? different network. I won't, I won't publish. Oh, really? It. Yeah. <laughs> Person's made a lot of enemies in the podcast world. They will not talk okay. about them. I'm one of those spineless people who won't talk about other it's things. It's not a sports card podcast, though. No. Oh, God, no. Um, you ever try, have you ever actually tried to listen to other content? I have, and I find my pretty brutal. It's well, I I find myself critiquing it constantly, and that's my problem. It. I want to just enjoy it, but I can't. I, can't. I hate it to say this. I like the Neo guy. Oh, I listened to him again today. Wait, does he have a podcast or is it no, video it's stuff? A, I mean, it's YouTube video stuff. Yeah. It's the same thing. He's talking to a microphone. Um, he's today, pretty good though. I today do like him. is December twenty first. We I hate are, when people do that too. The date and time, episode number. Well, the, there's a reason why we're talking about the date. It's just because this That's is fun. our second to last episode of the year. Maybe ever. Uh, well, not no, not that. <laughs> why know. would you say that? Um, this is our second to last episode. And so we talked about it before we were going to do maybe a, a little bit of a look back. Um, Did we talk about this? You texted me this morning. Have we actually mentioned that on air before? You No, no, no. No, you and I talked about it before. Oh, well, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Not the audience. We didn't talk. Me and the audience didn't talk. But uh, they did chime in, though, with some of their thoughts. Oh, so we've got that. Somewhere? I didn't know. I posted okay. mailbag. So we've got questions and stuff from that. Do you want to start um, with that? I think we just kind of lead with that. But before we even talk about it, maybe we could do an even further look back with a listen of our predictions. This is what I hate. I hate that I'm not smart enough to do this crap. That's why I want an independent. I want an independent producer that just works for us, not for the uh -huh. network. So I'd be like, hey, this show, this date, clip this. Wait, and he could play it for oh, us. Oh, you mean just like go back and find it or something? Yeah, like I would that? find it, but like, hey, I want to listen to this on the show. If you I realize did that, you could tell me that, and I would takes clip away that. the no, it takes away the suspense. Oh. So you're about to you had the gotcha moment, <laughs> Joan Calabezzo over there. I, like, if I was going to do it right now, this is what you would hear because I thought about doing this. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Here, let, let me just show the audience what you what you would hear if I were the one doing this. Okay. This is what you'd hear. 
Real okay. natural. Can we just go Instagram top to bottom? That's me playing from my phone and just holding it. Just holding it right to the mic, to the which microphone. quite frankly might be fine. Eddie, how was it's, the sound quality honestly, there? Honestly, I thought it sounded okay. If we're okay. at a 10 right now, no one would ever say that. But let's say for for graph stakes, we are at the sake of the graph. We are at a 10 in terms of uh, audio quality. Far what was the, Take it easy. What was the phone quality? That's definitely like a four. Oh, oh sorry. that's what I'm saying. No good. Oh, see, if Eddie just worked for us you, you, privately. You can always reach out about the clips if you want to. I'm not we trying to. Can? See, but that's don't the thing. You guys don't yeah. work for us. You work for Spotify. I'm not trying to make more work for people. I'm, if I'm making more work for somebody, I want to be somebody I'm paying. We're th- what? That makes no sense. Makes I would, absolute sense. I, don't, I would I'm rather not have someone it. work that I'm not paying well, who's going to work for that's, me. That's your whole mentality in life. I'm saying <laughs> oh if I'm going to have somebody do work, I want to be compensating <laughs> them for what they're doing. That's that's We're noble. not looking for a free I ride. love how you love your nobility train, but that's that's fine. It's I, my mission to civilize. I think in your future. You've the never future, seen Will McAvoy. You wouldn't understand. I'm on a mission to civilize the earth still, and I will continue McAvoy? that. What is yeah, that? Exactly. Is that a movie or a show? I don't even know what that is. Call Tyler right now. I can't call Tyler. Why? Well, I guess second I could, to last but... show. We can't call people? <laughs> it's a, Well, don't oh, say second to last God. show. People are going to assume things. Um, assume away. The... Uh, the the segment that I was about to play is okay, from the... Don't Jan- tell me. Don't, ah, dang, I was going to see if I guess the date. Okay, oh, actually, I, w- I had the date wrong. I was looking at January. It's not from January, if that helps you. From February. No. Okay, let's play From it. December. It's our last well, episode. You're supposed to play the freaking <laughs> clip, and then it's, I tell you what day I think it's from. It's from December. <sighs> the amount of guys coming in. A year in. In fact, ago. We'll hit 50,000 any day now in the Facebook group, oh. which thank you to everybody who's... What year? First off, this was uh, a year ago... Today. This is December of today. 2022. December 2022. We've added 80,000 people in a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those people insane? are horrible. Oh, that <laughs> Facebook group. Wretched people. Some oh, good ones. Hey, taking this exact moment to point out, if you didn't already know, not only do we have the Facebook group, which is amazing. It's great. You know, for the most part, mm. other than the trolley people. We also have a Discord group. Oh, God. No, the Discord group, honestly... It is a breath of fresh air. Like, I don't know the last time you spent any time in there. Yep. It's a very positive place. And what's great about Discord is it has it broken out into the different topics that you're interested in. I hate that. Every t- I've gone on Discord about four that? times in my life. What? There's 89 different tabs. I, I just want one freaking chat room. I want a chat room that's like my brain. No, it's just sports cards going everywhere. Chat room. That's it. That's well, what I want. Well, if you do like a little more organization to your sports cards nonsense, you can go over to Discord. Uh, there is even buy and sell channels because we don't care if you get screwed because we're not worried about it. So that's not on us. If you want to do buy and sell posts, do them over there. No, please Just don't. know that don't, we have nothing to do with that. It. Yeah, I don't. Facebook group is off limits, of Ugh, course. Yeah, because then I get the calls. No, hey, we've already. Hey, Mike, I know you used to help people get stuff. So like get stuff back as like, I take advantage. I, I know Discord. <laughs> I know Jesse said not, but I figured if I reached out directly. Don't make that call. Don't do that. Anyways, Discord, you can check it out there. All right. This is the continuation of that play who's gotten in there. But it does also show me it hasn't really slowed down. If anything, it did slow down maybe a few months ago, but now it's started to pick back up as far as people joining, which makes me think in general, that's a good indicator of what's going on in the hobby. Well, like you said too, now the markets are, it's a way different market. We also have to clarify, you had something. I think you were sick or something. Oh, God. Entry levels are way lower. Guys can come back in and buy stuff cheap. Absolutely. I think that's good for getting new people. Uh, I would say one thing you'll notice, a note, I think you've noticed this the last two months, oh. but going to 2023, uh, I'm going to talk with a raspy voice the whole year. 
I just don't like to want to you to do that. <laughs> no, I would say the you didn't live up to it, jerk. That's the biggest clip. show change will be aside from the four thousand producers we'll have next year. Don't don't the, make show changes. No, no, the guest. Only two producers this year, I think. Has yeah. it only been Eddie and Carlos this whole year? No, we had one or twice. Once or twice, we had someone fill in just on the. But it, yeah, for the majority. Interesting. Okay. Our our reoccurring guests. That's been a theme for the last month or two. Uh-huh. We like the third men in model, by and large. Which I would like to say, <laughs> I think we've dropped the ball. No, I think we've actually had well, because uh, we well, let me play it We're out. We're gonna keep rolling oh, that over 2023. I wish I could find it. You said almost that exact sentence on our first episode of 2022 or 2021. No, this year, 2022. That was clear. Okay, when you figure that out, we're excited to hear. <laughs> See, it. Sarcastic, no matter the date. That's great. I think we've we've kind of got a good groove with some people. We got the baseball dude coming back next Arm. week. Flynn's become a fixture on this thing. Not so much. The PC guys have been around quite a I bit. I will say, hang on, Arum uh, stock way up in twenty three. He's Flynn up. way down. But he was still on for a good portion of the early Wait, Flynn, the first way, half of the year. Flynn way down. Stock is down. But that's also that's also kind of soccer and F one's fault. They have not been all that great. Uh, yeah, I th- oh, Vernon Simmons throughout the year, I think, still. Again. <laughs> nope. Hopefully Simmons. That, that, one was, nope. uh, that one was a we little bit of a burn. We also moved our time back on Monday, so Chris couldn't ever join if we wanted him to because he's live on the show. Yep. New guys. I want new blood in here, too. Which I'm we've all had for it. It's hard a to little find. Bit. That's my oh. thing. And I- well, we'll go, as we review the rest of the what we did do in the year, we'll talk about a few of them. Uh, but some big names. Yes, I'm not opposed to it. I we had Jeff Wilson on in 2022. I know. People Talked enjoyed that, too. Talked about a swing, too. by the way. 2021, I was hating everything he did. 2022, I actually came to respect the hustle and marketing. We had him on the live show, the the, uh, the National. I think what the, the gist is, we continue. Almost back to hating him again. I don't know. <laughs> Why? What did he do to you? Nothing. I just, uh, oh. I could see myself hating him this year. Oh, okay. Nice flip. What I, what the, the show kind of goes on to talk about is card shows. We talked about... The, the market as a total, you thought there were some good buying opportunities that, that were coming because we were going to see lower prices. I'm still seeing lower. I mean, I think we got a lot of things accurate, but I do think the idea of we thought there may be like an evening out, maybe a little bit of a bounce back. However, there was also a thought that there was going to be a recession this year, and we never saw that. But and what? In the overall marketplace, which like, and when I say market, I mean, not the card market, just the overall economy. And so the fact that we didn't see that, but we did still see a lowering of card pricing overall. I think that was probably a little bit more I'm surprising. Getting, I'm getting really hopeful for 24. I don't, I don't care about politics. I've never voted. I never would. I don't, I have nothing good or bad to say about any of the candidates completely neutral. And I, and I could not care less. However, I was watching, um, what's the one where they all sit around the desk there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of numbers that don't act. It's all made up crap. There's a bunch of screens behind them. CNBC. Um, all right, take it easy, pal. Uh, oh, I know. There's Bloom, a uh, Bloomberg. Of... Bloomberg. Okay. I was watching this. Was it yesterday or Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And they were going over the analytics. That's a word for you. Yeah. Of the U.S. economy, the housing market, the interest rates, all this stuff. Okay. On average for the past five election years. Okay. I am pretty optimistic. Oh, like it's going to turn up. Yeah, they basically were saying the one downside is you're not going to be able to make any money in banks anymore. Everything is going to be good, which means like you're going to be able to borrow money for nothing. You know, mortgage rates will come down. But if that's the case, you will not get any paid any interest on your saving checking account, whatever, which I'm fine with. I don't care. Yeah, I think Um, a lot of people are flocking to that stuff right now because it's only going to go down. Yeah, but overall it was like 
um, commodity spending, all these different things in election years are, are like always way, way up, especially like it's, it really starts to hit like in springtime, I heard. So okay. I was like, oh, kind of cool. Right around the start of the baseball season. All right. I, I'm not saying there's like the greatest connection in the world of the economy and cards, because I don't, I think there's some overlap, but it's not entirely the same. Sure. Uh, but it is a good thing. Like if people are making money doing other things and everybody's spending money. I think that's probably an optimistic thing for the market. Just so happens 2020 was an election year. Yeah, it's such a funny thing. I know thing. it was COVID, but it was still an election year. It went nuts. It was, yeah. I, I think it's just so funny that we have we keep coming back to a tie between cards and the economy. And for the longest time, I thought there was a really close connection. Eh, some. I, I'm starting to think that they, it's there was a correlation that is pulled apart uh, a bit. And that said, I honestly don't see the market going much lower than this. That what we're That's kind of what I'm saying. Point. Yeah, I kind of agree with like, that. And I'm talking about the hobby market, though. Like, I kind I of mean, agree with that too. Yeah, I think the hobby Draft market was is, a great market, dude. It's, like that one product alone, I've seen more spend, more people coming in, coming back. We had four messages in, in Fanatics Live Messenger mm-hmm. of literally, "Hey guys, I'm finally back. Good timing with Draft." And then oh, the amount cool. of people in the chats have been saying that too. Like, yeah, we're just yeah. waiting for Draft. Hey, getting back in, first break, coming over. Oh, that's cool. I think it's a good sign. And, that, and I always preface it too with this too, because I get so sick of card people. Every time we release a social oh. clip, which I never hear, I only I only hear them after they're posted. I have no say in what gets posted, which is fine. I don't care. I don't want to know. Uh-huh. And anything I say on here, right, wrong, or indifferent in the future, I'm happy to have, I say it now because I believe it. If you want to share it, great. But I think the amount of idiots in the card world, first of all, like, yeah, I don't, I can't exactly explain inflation. You know what else? Nobody else in the world can. I'm so well, sick of... Co- that's not true. But. Okay, the people on the Bloomberg <laughs> desk can. But in general, most people cannot accurately tell you what it is and how it is being shown in the world today. That's just a simple... <laughs> they can't. Everybody does what you just do. Oh, I kind of know. I can do this. If people understood inflation and the economy and these swings, more people would be millionaires. I don't know that many millionaires because I, I think most people have a very basic understanding, which is a little bit more than me. Uh-huh. But I got a lot of crap last show for, oh, you don't know what inflation is? No, I really don't. And quite frankly, I have no idea what the economy is going to do. And then people started ripping on the, oh, well, the housing market's this. Okay, I've bought and sold houses, a bunch of them. I don't know many other people who have, so maybe you understand the market better. Uh My challenge to all these people who are so smart with everything, then why don't you have more money? If you're that freaking smart and know all the signs and everybody knows everything, why don't you do it? Either you're a liar and you're not that smart, which is the truth, or you're spineless and you don't have the time to make moves. You don't have the actual courage to make the move you know is going to happen. I get so well, sick of cards. I'm not, not going to oh. lie to you. As a, as your friend, I don't think you're painting yourself with a great picture right now. You're coming off very haughty and very— I'm uh, not trying to be haughty. I'm saying I don't understand any of that stuff either. Yet I've made moves that have made a lot of money in multiple fields. But sure. I acknowledge I am not that smart about this stuff. I think Neither that there, is anybody I, else I don't that think I know. it's necessarily correlated that someone could absolutely know what inflation is and how it works and also not make money. I think there's I'm two saying things. the same guys though who are like, oh, inflation's this, and you know, this pattern is here and the economy there and this market. And again, if you understand all the moves, then why aren't you making them? I, I see what you're saying. That's you're, you're my point. It, it people sounds more like on, they know everything. Yeah, and they people want to rip don't. on me. Those idiots don't you're right. I uh, fine. You if I'm if I'm stupid, okay. I've done pretty well for an idiot. Because I always say this, it's just plenty of people who've been more successful. I would put my portfolio against real people. I'm not talking like against Gary V's. I've done pretty well. So I'm just like, I don't. I don't think there's that many people who understand it. That's why when I hear little things like I hear, mm-hmm. which to your point, I agree with, when the Bloomberg people 
who I know are a lot smarter than me, are just making blanket statements backed up by facts. But again, I don't understand most of those facts and the data and the points. I really don't. Mm -hmm. Just saying like, hey, election years for you dummies like Mike Giuseppe are usually good years and people spend more money on commodities. Mm -hmm. I hear that as a card guy. I'm like, I make my business in commodities. It sounds like the trend is people spend more these years. Good. Okay. That's fair. It goes no further than that, though. But I mean, that's okay. Some people, I think it's obvious they overlook or they look too deeply into things and you're taking it at face value and going from there. I don't even think they look deeply. I think they're just people who like to sound smart and don't have a single shred of evidence that they have actual intelligence in the world. Well, let's do this. Since we did post this as a idea for a look back and next episode was going to be a look forward and we've done pretty much the exact opposite of looking forward and not look look back. back. Let's look back a little bit. Um, I started in January. January, I think one of the bigger things that happened was we went to the Mint Collective. Which is no more. And that's no longer a thing. It's going to be the Fanatics Live event of some kind with Fanatics Live Media or whatever. Yeah. I think Blake is still involved, though, who came on the show last year. I, okay. He's the IMG guy. That's what I was thinking, too. Blake, text me if that's true. Um, Jenna, I think, is still involved with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, the IMG team the is still IMG involved. The IMG team I think Collectible, obviously, is the one that's not involved anymore. Um, so they are yeah. not in business anymore. But that's I think that's something that uh, will affect the new year. We'll talk about that next episode of what to expect with maybe car shows, things like that. Um, Don't tell me what to expect. But I thought that was a fun event, at least, uh, if nothing else. I love them. And as a B2B, I wish they got rid of the marketplace entirely because it wasn't a good card show, but it was the best card B2B show, period. Oh, yeah. No I thought question. it was really good. I, I hate that it's in Vegas, too, because that's a cesspool. But everything else was good. Uh, in February, there was a few things that were going on. Oh, I we got had... one from the 2nd, February 2nd. Oh, what happened on the 2nd? Uh, maybe a day off, though. I've noticed with Spotify and Apple, sometimes the day is one day apart. We did have show. a show on the 2nd, so. Fanatics Live was announced the day before that, I believe. I was going to mention Fanatics Live was one of them, and we had David Liner on the show um, from Collect Fanatics Collectibles. Same show? Uh, no, 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 not the same show, a oh, few okay. episodes after. Fanatics Live was announced in February, and it was also talked about that it would be uh, like late fourth quarter, probably 2024, though. I think that's also around the time where— A little bit ahead of that. that we uh, I think that was around the time where it was starting to get a little nervous with CSL as well. Well, we were on the phone with these guys immediately. We yeah. talked to Nick Bell, like, hey, you want to just acquire us? Hit the yeah. ground running a little bit. <laughs> I was, was super hopeful that was the case because that's when we start seeing— yeah, some signs of the writing on the wall, unfortunately. When you see multi-million dollar companies coming in. I, ta- I was talking to <laughs> someone, um, one of the former CSL guys yesterday. Just He he was basically, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, wanted, like how we could have made things uh, successful with Who's CSL. This? Who are you talking to? Um, John? I don't know. I mean, he may Carlos? not want to be on there. No, I, Tracy? <laughs> Eric? Anyways. Tamara? Um, but it, it is one of the things I pointed out to him, and I'll say it here. When you have eBay, whatnot, Fanatics Live. Um, oh, there was one other one I even mentioned. There was at least four. TikTok. Mul- yes, TikTok. That was the one. When you have these multi-million, million into the billions, it gets a little difficult right, when you're the small bil- guy. Those are all multi-billion dollar companies you just mentioned. Uh, is whatnot a billion dollar company? Their last raise was like three and a half billion valuation, yeah. Oh, that's right. Man. So there you go. Um, all right. In March. Text me who that was. <laughs> Uh, in March, we had a pretty, let me, hang on. I'm trying to find it. I think it was March. We had a very big episode, and I believe it may have been one of our most listened to episodes of the year. Do you happen to have any guesses as to what that would have been? In March? 
Let me double check it was March. No, this is good. Yeah, do that now. It's good for the podcast. <laughs> this will be one of our highest rated shows. A lot of silence. Shut up. Uh, in Mar- No, the only thing I had in March was the March 6th episode about wax being in a good spot because I thought the next year it would start to come down. And that is not, I mean, it's happened in baseball by and large. Football and basketball is still way out of whack. So I was totally wrong about that. One of our, was it a scandal of some kind? Actually, I said March. It was May. I had the ma right. Scandal? It was a bit of a scandal. It was a it Card So point? it wasn't a scandal in the terms of like something happened in that moment. The national? This no, I can't believe you haven't guessed it either. It wasn't card porn. Nope. It wasn't card Blake porn. Breaks, Blake's breaks. No, nope, it wasn't Bleacher. Bleacher Breaks. It wasn't uh Retail King or whatever the other name was. I have no idea. It was the Evan Mathis episode. The Evan <laughs> Mathis episode with the card cutting yeah, and yeah, trimming. Yeah. Okay. That was actually, I think... Now the guy's dressed like a mime walking around Nashville. <laughs> if people don't know, Evan wow. Mathis is on a tear. And also apparently making cookies. Well, he's been doing that. Yeah, I've seen the cookie thing, but I he's... I not trust that He's matter. doing something on a totally different on. channel. Evan's a... He's got a thing going. But um, yeah, that episode with card cutting and trimming, that actually had uh, some reverberating effects. A lot of other... Uh, content creators picked up that story, and then we started a, seeing... Is that a word? Reverberating? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. Um, and we just we just started seeing a lot of people talk about that topic in general more, and to the point of even, I think PSA recently put out a post just saying how many Jordans they have graded this year, and that of the number that they've graded, I believe it's around 20% of those correct. were trimmed yeah, tri- or, or, alter, or altered some in some way. Yep. To think that, like, I because at the time when he came on, I had no idea that he was going to double down on. I thought he was going to back off a little bit as far as like the idea of of trimming and like you know maybe it's maybe I made a mistake maybe it's not that bad. He was all not only is trimming good but everyone's doing it, and yeah, I think there's a lot of exaggerated. I think there's crap. obviously some exaggeration, but I do think the truth may land somewhere in the middle though. I'm going to go with the side of reason as opposed to the side of a guy <laughs> the size of a refrigerator dressed like a clown. So I mean, well, he does dress mine like a clown. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we had other things that were going on this Just year. Saying, if you're fa- painting your face as an adult, it's not the best look. <laughs> Doesn't it? Didn't bode well for him. Maybe it will. I, maybe it's taken off. I don't know. I don't know the mind market. Fair enough. Um, Wimby was a thing. I had that too. The Wimby hype train. That I would say as much as anything, as much as just about anybody recently. Yeah, he's lived up to it. The I, kid is very, very good. The, the team is absolute garbage. Yes, but he is excellent. I was looking. And he's to- 19, by the way, still. And I was looking through card values just to try and see, like, okay, I would think with the losing streak, his card value would have come down substantially, even though he's been playing pretty decently. But that's really not the case. I mean, it has come down, obviously, from the highs, but he has shown to be pretty steady as far as, like, some of the Bowman autos, the Bowman U autos that came out originally. It's still, I think, holding pretty strong as far as a non-numbered Bowman autos going for somewhere around, like, 1500 12 yeah. 1500 something honestly his market has been more stable than most i will say too if he was one of the guys who was just a regular panini signer this year mm-hmm. and we had like multi you know patch autos and all that stuff like a normal guy would i think that's where you would have seen people get killed his first patch auto on card auto goes for you know 75000 then the next one sells a month later for 12 yeah but the fa- it's almost a protection to the hobby that he doesn't have that stuff available it's kind of weird there were a few other things uh, of note. We also started seeing, um, well, I, I, I may jump around here because uh, I can't get the dates exactly right. The lawsuits 
we started seeing that be a topic to... That's one of the things we were right about. We said, we'll talk about this for a week or two. Everybody will make content. And then we're going to hear nothing of use for the next year. And we've heard nothing of use. We really haven't. Yeah. yeah. There's been uh, a couple notes and they're cute. But in general, it's a waiting game. I think Paul Lesko pointed out really well that, you know, there would be a... There's an influx of information. But then once you find out like, oh, this is an 18-month to two-year yeah. process then yeah, what are you going to talk about every week or every month even on that topic? So, yep. but I think the bigger point though is, you know, we're seeing like mom and dad, the mom and dad of the hobby fighting type of thinking. You know, the people that create the the cardboard that you all know and love are the ones that are not getting along to the point of suing each other. I don't know how any of that ends up, but I think that there are some who would argue that it has had a little bit of a detriment on the hobby, at least the overall morale or maybe just, uh, yeah, maybe just overall enjoyment. I will say the biggest detriment to the hobby and listening back to some of these past shows, we downplayed, we talked about it a little bit, but I don't think we understood the impact it would have of three out of the four big QBs not having autographs and Panini stuff this year. Yeah. CJ Stroud not having ink. Will Levis now not having ink. Anthony Richardson not being relevant because he's been out for months and won't be back this year mm-hmm. has been brutal. Well, I mean, but Absolutely to be fair, brutal. we haven't really seen because Prism hasn't come out yet. The market suffered all up until. Even if Prism does great, it doesn't matter. The football market has really suffered because of that. I think that uh, I saw uh, an email from one of these. You know, we, we tend to get emails from... Um, people who are are trying to drum up business or news about different companies. One of them sent an email about Panini specifically saying how they've been locking up QBs uh, for oh, like future product. Yeah. But this was some other one I hadn't heard of, but it, I guess he's a proposed star in the next year or two. I think that's what we're going to see more and more and who, more of. Who's a proposed star? Um, I'll look it up. But the overall thought is, if you can't beat them, join them, I think is what they're thinking is like, hey, okay, well, if they're going to be locking up these guys and we can't get them to sign, then we got to do the same. And it seems like that's where they're throwing Yeah, that funds. fractioning of the hobby is a, is a bad thing. What's weird, though, is a lot of these guys signed, like Caleb Williams, who some people said is going to be a Fanatics exclusive signer or already is, was signed in Flawless this past week that just released Flawless Collegiate. So, But again, you never would have seen college guys like that. Now um, it's a bunch of college guys, and they were just weird. It would have normally been collegiate patches of pro quarterbacks. But that fraction of the autograph signing is is hurting the hobby. No question. Uh, Dylan Rayola? Does that sound? No, is no. from Nebraska. But, yeah. The football? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't care. College football. I, I can okay. name about four people. Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, Drake May. Boom. Um, There was also the card show that we, we saw some of the drama that happened around the national um, we picked up some of that story a little bit later on too, as far as the finances of the national. I don't think that was like as big of a thing, but I am curious and we can talk about this more next episode, what this leads to for next year. Like, do we see a national that's still setting records? Because obviously we've seen, that was like one of the other things I was going to point out. We've seen a drawback into what seems like a drawback in people. Not at the shows, though. No, but I mean, how that will affect the national going forward. Yeah, maybe. I, I doubt it. I mean, we saw it worse this summer than we'll see next summer, I think. And this summer was still record-setting for attendance. So, yeah, I don't think that'll be an issue. I wouldn't think. I think the the idea that we, like you, we talked about at the beginning of this, 80,000 new people to the Facebook group. That's amazing. That's, that's really incredible, considering is how we had 50 uh, at the beginning of the year. 
that does show me like, oh, there's still growth and there's still, it has not really dropped off in the last few months, even though it has felt like that in a lot of places. The next few months, I think will be the most telling. Um, the Going into January, if the market continues to do well, we're after the holidays, we're at that period where everyone expects, oh, this is when we would think the market's starting to pick up in the card hobby. If that is not the case, I think that will be pretty telling for the rest of the year. Um, but yeah, that was it. You know, of course, there's some other things I'm sure that we're forgetting about. Some other big deals that happened card over the last was a year. Big deal, of course. Yeah, being ousted from form. the hobby for being a scamming scumbag. Yeah, Wani boy was a bit of a turd. You know, that's another point. Though. You should have dropped him at the national. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> I didn't. We nobody knew it that day. You knew. You should have dropped him. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, you apologize for me. <laughs> oh, coward move. Uh, the the idea though, not only the you know, card porn left rightfully so. But we also just found out Card Talk Pod is gone. We also just found, I, I just found out Gem Mint. Ryan's going to do something big. I would yeah. think so. Yeah. And they the other keep two hinting guys, about. I mean, the tall guy, I no, never said anything interesting in his life. Lou oh. struck me as kind of a visitor to the hobby. He's like oh. a Gary Vee guy. I think he just, this was hot for a minute, so he jumped in. Maybe. But I, I would I would Obviously, think, Ryan has a place already with the card shop, and he already has oh, YouTube and all YouTube, that. YouTube is yeah. huge on what? Yeah, I, I would imagine Ryan launches something else. Um, yeah. And I like, I mean, he's like, he's a pretty, pretty well-known fixture in the hobby, so. Did you notice Gem Mint, the, the channel? Like 30,000 subscribers. And he, he just, came on the show, right? I believe. The dude who does the grading, like SGC. No, that's Jim Rate. Oh. Jim Mint, um, I think, didn't weren't they the ones who helped us with some of the, the social um, when we were posting different things with uh, Max and Denton? Oh. I think that was Jim Mint guys okay. who kind of helped with that. They do but, like graphics and stuff. Yeah, but they also just like reported on hobby news. That's what I really knew them for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're gone. They've got like 30,000 subscribers, but around October or so this year, they the slab stopped stock, posting. The slab stock guys also split. The short oh, the, guy left the tall guy. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that either. But the, I mean, that's still going. Um, Brian Gray is no longer he's taking over the content world now. <laughs> he's he's not with Leaf anymore. Hot takes. A lot of like, uh, just a lot of things. I think a lot of people were used to the, you know, status quo has definitely, I think, been the most upturned since we started the podcast this year, for sure. Um, some of the companies that went totally out of so collectibles totally out. You know, it's funny. I go through our Instagram. And I like to, you know, clean it up sometimes. Sometimes there's just like the stuff that we will follow. We'll do it like, you know, we're helping somebody out. We'll sh throw a follow and then, you know, they won't post anything ever again. So I'll clean it up. I started going through and looking at all the companies or, or, or content pages that were a thing that are no longer making any content. It's pretty incredible. Who else? Any other big names? The the names that I mentioned were the biggest ones. Um yeah, I can't think. There would be ones you would recognize for sure. Give me some. I, I mean, I can go through and check right now. I haven't well, cleared them all up out. Your phone. I thought we were going through. I don't know. No, I can go through right now. And just that tell knife you a few. I don't know what you're doing there. Um, so what I was doing is like date followed. I did it by the earliest. Like, so who are some of the earliest people we started following, and who is basically just stopped posting about cards in general? Okay. Um, you know, this is this is going to be bad content because I'm going to have to no, go through. No, this is good. Yeah, okay. Next. You're the one who asked for it. Well, don't still, you blame you're me. You're still scrolling. I figured you had something. Just I mean, get, if I could find something. Hey, Mike, I, I don't have you. anything here, so let's move on. <laughs> yeah, great. Appropriate they, response. Yeah, no, I, it's me. You paint me into a corner, then have me do it, and I have nothing to offer. And it's, oh, it's my fault. Um, it is interesting. There was a newcomer. There's been newcomers still to this space, though. 
We have still seen many companies coming in. Um, there are things that, you know, I, we haven't even talked about because some of these companies seem a little fly by night. We, we also got burned a little bit with Starstock when it, when it comes to companies that we oh, talk yeah. about as far as even if it, even if they're not a sponsor, sometimes we just worry about promoting or just by talking about it, it is a promotion, whether it's a paid promotion or not. So there are times where we just don't mention anything, but that doesn't mean there's not still an influx of cash in the space, obviously. Um, SI Collects just came out. That's a new one with a very big name. Yeah. They're, they're this site. launched yesterday, right? That's my understanding. So, well, you know it launched yesterday as well as I do. Yeah. So, I mean, at this that's point, our understanding. Anyways. At Sports Illustrated has come out with a collecting site. I think that is a big thing for the hobby. Yeah, they want to have a hobby network. Yeah. Uh, familiar name too, Ben Burrow. Used to work for Sports Card Investor. Uh, he's like the chief editor or whatever. He's, yeah. he's So it's funny. We reached out to him two years ago, and we did like that little piece for the SCI magazine. And immediately we were yeah. like, hey, this kid's actually pretty t- dialed and has an actual career writing. Yeah, I, I mean, that's obvious. We've been waiting for a major player. Like, I equate this, almost equate this to fanatics coming into the wax world and, and the card world. Like, yeah, for the card content. world— well, yeah, of content, right? But Fanatics, it was like, is somebody going to come in here and just take this whole thing over? All these, like, different pieces. We've got Leaf. We've got Top. We've got Upper Deck. We've got all this other stuff. Is somebody going to c- come in and just be a consolidated powerhouse? And Fanatics did that. Yep. I do wonder, like, Sports Illustrated, I would say, is still one of the— Actually, Eddie, you're Eddie, and Eddie's a lot younger than us. We can't ask him how old. That's illegal to ask him how old he is, right? Eddie. You say that every time. I don't know. Isn't that like an HR? Yeah, we're not Eddie, his employees. Are you allowed to so. say how old you are? Is that like a is that like a breaking the law somewhere? I am not sure how that works company-wise. Okay, Eddie, I, Eddie, Eddie, let me just say let this. Clear, Eddie, no, let me clarify Eddie, how this I'm works. I'm 37. If you, if you feel <laughs> like stating— We are not your employee. You can tell us whatever you want. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. Okay, Eddie, I'm 37. If you are comfortable, would you share your age? And if you're not, hit the four button yeah, on your calculator. Yeah, 20, 23. Okay, as a twenty-three-year-old, as a twenty-three-year-old young adult, freaking brag okay. about that. By the way, twenty-three. Oh, you ask God. him his age, he tells you bragging. Twenty-three. I was making twenty-five grand a year painting apartments. Oh, anyways, Ugh. no, Eddie's doing much better than I was. Okay, Eddie, if I said the most recognizable name in sports media today, number one without question is ESPN. I would think. Figures are just no, like brands. Actual lives. brand, like networking brands on the media side. Yeah, ESPN probably number one. You should have actually and just then, had a guess. But like Sports Illustrated to me is the next, and again, I'm a little older and that's a lot of written content. SI to me is the next most recognizable for, for me. Where, like where, if you have a list in your head, like, is a, like, hey, this one's here. Like, where is SI on yours, on your list? I feel like, I feel like especially for our generation, I don't, I think SI is probably lower. Okay. Just because obviously it's more. It's older, right? Like, yeah, I I would probably say something like Barstool has probably more recognition like around sports media and like. Oh, I would agree. Just, Actually, I would agree with yeah. that right now. Yeah, I but would agree with that. I would rather the question have been, which would you have right re- now? Where are you from, Eddie? Originally, California, Northeast. You're from California. Growing up, you probably he might heard. Not be. I don't know. I think he's from California. Are you from California? California. Whoa! Yeah. Well, you can't, can't ask, ask him that. that. Jeez, calm down, you. Jesse. Hope you get fired. I right think the now. real the the real question is. Um, like the compared to the ringer and sports illustrated, like I know my family, my granny knows 
you know, Sports Illustrated, the, these things. But how does she know sports? How does sports she... Illustrated is a, is a very well-known magazine. Okay. I, I mean, it's just been around for so long, and it's sure. It's not just big in a section of the country. It's pretty much big everywhere. Yeah, worldwide. And that's kind of what I think. That's why I think that them coming into this side of the this hobby is actually really exciting for all of us. Yeah, I think if they're going to come in and actually do this and work with the right people, and this is going to be like, hey, we're launching a whole new media network. I think aside from ESPN doing that, because even like Barstool, well, no, Barstool's massive. That's That's not true. But Barstool is also like that's, it. that's all actually maybe more adult anyway. I don't know if like that's necessarily all. Kids. But the hobby's adult. Yeah, like how I know, many? But like, there's no kids listening, reading articles. But the hobby is definitely part. kids too. But who in the what kind of kid is listening to a podcast or reading an article in the hobby? I I don't know, but I would say there's a lot well, of you kids have in a, it. You have a nine year old. When's the last time she read something in a magazine about like the culture going on around her, I, or listened to a podcast that her dad wasn't on? Actually, like, kids don't do that, do they? Well, that's a, my, my, I always err on the side of, if I don't know, I'm not going to assume. Cause I don't know. Cause a lot of, we get a lot of guys say, I listen to it with my kids in the car. I don't know if the kids are actually enjoying it or not, but we have had many kids come up to us at shows and say, oh, I really like you. I well, they say that to me. Everything I don't know if they say it you to are. you. But. I just, I despise your figure as a person. Yep. Sure. My figure. <laughs> you just, the whole, you everything just immediately you went just to you, my looks. Just, no, no, just what you, st- <laughs> like what you represent. Um, I just, yeah, I think, and maybe I'm overstating that, but I don't think I am. I think aside from ESPN and Barstool, SI coming into the hobby and saying, hey, we're also going to build it up. Because like to the, to the other point too, just to be open about this, I mean, the ringer obviously hired us. Mistake. <laughs> what? <laughs> regretting that. No. Uh, and the ringer is a massive name. And Simmons is a big name, obviously, and one of the biggest podcasts in the world, period. But w- the buck kind of stopped with us. Like Bill will talk with Ruben on the show about the hobby for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the the sports card podcast on the ringer, but that's it. Like if yeah. SI is coming into the space, it's not, Hey, here's our huge platform. And the smallest piece of that will be to cards. It's like, Hey, we're going to come in and build a network in this, you know, so I'm imagining mm-hmm. we're going to see not only written form, the website podcasting, I'm sure they'll get into YouTube and all that. That's a different animal. I think this is a major, major company coming in and saying, hey, we're going to run with this, similar to a Fanatics, in my opinion. They were kind of in a parallel, you know, universe here, still in the same universe. So in sports, like Fanatics was, and now, hey, maybe they're going to come in and take over and and run with it, which, again, that's eyes to the hobby. Yeah. Say what you want about it. Like even the other night on, on Fanatics Live, your guys were on there. Um, Who's the, the YouTube guys you love? Oh, Dude Perfect. Yeah, Dude Perfect made their debut on Fanatics Live. They had, I think they reached a thousand people a couple times in the mm-hmm. live. Yep. I, I think the majority of those people are one and done, or they will only go there and watch those guys. The majority. Maybe. I don't think those are like hardcore card collectors. However, even that, I look at them like, oh, these guys apparently have a huge following. I don't even, I've never heard of them, but who cares? There's so many people who have heard of them who have never thought about buying a card. Is the crossover 2%, which is awesome. Like, if that's the case and they're bringing Absolutely. more, which selfishly, I'm just like, great, because I tried, I watch those guys try to sell. I'm going to go on there and sell for real. <laughs> like, it's great. Like, if you're going to bring people, fantastic. We'll capitalize on the people you bring. I view that the same way as Fanatics. I view it the same way as an SI. Even Gary V, I hate how he left the hobby and does this little singing and dancing to the music to it. But even he brought more eyes that wouldn't be here. Sure. So I do think that is a good thing for the growth. I think all of that is kind of how we get to that fanatics goal of 10xing things is by seeing people with huge followings not here focus some attention here. 
I think Alex Giamo said this in a... Giamo. Uh, Giamo. Yep. Thank you for correcting me. Giamo. Um, she said this in a piece of content recently that I don't know if 10Xing is still legitimate as a, as a goal, but I think that 3, 4, 5Xing... I think that could still legitimately happen. I, I well, tend to agree with that. I think that also got taken out of context a lot. The only time I've heard that specifically said, not just in clips, is when Ruben talked about, is the, po- oh man, what's the other, I think it's called the Full Send Podcast. Isn't that the one that he was is, on? Uh-huh. That was like at the beginning of the year, I think. It was like one of the first ones he was on, yeah. And one of the statements, I think it was on that show where he made the statement, yeah, we have 20-year licenses over the course of that, we want to 10x the hobby. I think that's absolutely reasonable. Over 20 years, yeah. See, but again, everybody thought the 10X number by itself, like it wasn't going to happen overnight. And if that's the actual goal in 20 years, I think that actually is attainable. Well, obviously this year has been crazy. It's been exciting. It's been dramatic. And I had a kid. You had a kid. I think what's funny is at Top the time- Top 10 moment of the year for at me. At the time of the playing of the, the audio uh, that we did at the beginning of the show, you had no idea that that kid was going to be here. That's kind of cool. And now you're here with one. I think of when I found out. When were we I, in Gatlinburg? I have the exact date because I have it recorded when you found out. So <sighs> Was it? I'm going to guess. You want the exact date? February? Early Is February, it? late January? It was definitely early January. Early January? Because we were in Gatlinburg. We were at the cabin. Okay. Maybe the audience should hear how that went. No, I wouldn't do that to your wife. She wouldn't like that. No. Um, but the overall. Uh, What's the date? You, have, you actually have the. Yeah. Um, overall day, January. Thank you, Tom Brady, for that, by the way. Last old, last no. second trip to Tampa Bay. Bro. Tommy boy. You were. Last time I actually got to see him on the field. Playing too. with fire. Um, that got smoked by the Bengals. One of the worst second halves of his career. Friday, January 6th. Friday. Wait. Oh, that's right. Because it was, uh, it was the anniversary of something else that happened on January 6th. And we said. Oh, and they stormed the Capitol? Stormed the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was the That's joke that fun. was made January. So we're coming up on a year ago. I found out interesting. And kid is dominating now. Do you still like him, even though you didn't get much sleep? I'd like him to start sleeping. He was sleeping like a champ, unbelievably, like out of the gate. The last couple weeks have been very tell. Well, last week is he gets up every night at two. He wants to eat a full bottle and chill for a few minutes, and I'll go back to bed. When did you think you were and going to be sleeping a, a full night? Well, I have been sleeping full nights. That's what I mean. Almost from the beginning, the kids slept all night. So you're spoiled is what I'm hearing. I was. Yeah, if you just yes. listen to what I said, yes, I was spoiled. And then he's broken habit recently. But she texted me today. He's on like the third hour of a nap today, which actually makes me happy. If he's sleeping and she's home solo, that means they're both going to be in a good mood when I get home. So that's good. All right. That was your look back. Um, I'll you dismiss had- my kid. <laughs> I, do- I love that kid. <laughs> Um, we've got a few other things. We were going to do our weekly review. Um, picks, picks from phone. From phone segment, which is always a fan favorite. Would love to hear more about that. Oh, by the way. Um, so you don't want to hear about it. Okay. Well, no. you're still pulling it up. Quiet down. Already here. We, uh, obviously we've been breaking on Fanatics Live. I haven't broken nearly like Mike has, but it was pretty incredible. Out of three box of Lorcana that I have ripped on there now. Two of them have included an enchanted card, which the odds of that are just so rare. I don't care. Laugh. Laugh. <laughs> it's a hundreds to thousands of dollars. <laughs> so it's, fun. it's just so funny. It's like, fun. Three oh. boxes? Yeah, we got two enchanted Elsas. That, Ellis? Well, no. Ella? It's Elsa. And Elsa. I did not get an Elsa. One was an Aladdin and one was an Aurora. And oh, I, what's Aurora? And mind you to figure out what you're talking about. Aurora is, I think she was like uh, from... 
what is it? The the no. one with the slipper. No, you're right. I should figure out what, what I'm is talking the slipper about. One? No, you're right. Cinderella. Cinderella. There you go. Um, Who's Aurora though? What? Aurora, yeah. She was like the fairy godmother or something. No. I don't. I don't remember. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. The freak. Eddie coming in with Eddie the, for the save. Win. Thank you. Um, but it, hang on. What's the deal with Sleeping Beauty? She um, fell Did asleep. Did Prince Charming had to kiss? She got poisoned? I think she had Lyme disease. My mom had Lyme disease. It's not a joke. About her. <laughs> we don't serious. joke about that. Um, she ate the apple and got, and got uh, like in a coma. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. This, is a, Snow this White? is a great podcast. Hang where on. You hang start. on. Shut up for a second. Mike describes Disney movies. So how is Sleeping Beauty sleeping? Like, what's the, what's uh, the cause of this? There was some Narcolepsy kind of spindle, or? and she pricked her finger on there. I don't remember the exact reason Eddie, for that. that does but. that check out to you? I have not watched Sleeping Beauty since I was a child, so I'm gonna just go with Jesse. But he knew Aurora. That. But that, that does sound about right. That does okay, so right. she got. So was it an intentional poisoning or no? Oh yeah, she was. She they wanted to poison her. Okay, for sure. She, was that Prince Charming came and kissed her? I believe that's the case. Yeah. Snow sure. White ate the apple. Um, and she got yeah. put in a coma too. The, right? Those things happen. Yeah, there's a lot of comas for I'm women in you, early thought, Disney I, movies. I thought that was the same person. I didn't know there was two different storylines. Yeah, actually. How uh, does Snow White come out of it? The she, dwarves oh. are in all the movies. They included all of they. There's a, it's a thing over the Wait years. A it's a trolling Sleepy, thing. Sleepy, stupid, dummy, yep. dorphy. They're it, there for Snow White they're and in Sleeping every Beauty? every Disney movie, like somewhere in the background. They kind of like have oh, hidden them in oh, there. That's fine. Yeah, that's not true. How does, how does Snow White come out of her coma? <laughs> Is she a Prince Charming as well? Snow White came out of her coma. Ooh, I want to say it was another kiss. A lot of men have to kiss a lot of sleeping women to come out. I don't think the Snow White one. That's not 2023 approved. I'll tell you that right now. No, uh, um, yeah, I don't think the Sleeping Beauty one was uh, was also a kiss. Man. Call your wife. She'll know. She was on the not, stream with you last night. Give her a shout. She'll that love was it. actually, here's the thing. Mrs. Sports, give her a call. Has Hannah ever just been in there? Oh, she has. She's been in there when you broke. Does she help you when no. she's in there? Oh, really? A lot of Man. snide remarks, honestly. Well, Sam did do a lot of that as well. But she actually, she helped me Does do all this. Does she know the, Disney, though? The shipping and packaging while we were doing it, it was great. Is she going to know the answer to these questions? No, that's why I'm not going to call. She doesn't know those answers. Do you know any Disney people? <laughs> yeah, I got this guy Aladdin well, on even speed I'm Let thinking like him. some of your people will like know people. I do. I, I know enough people, but I don't know if they would know that exact question to where I'm like, I want to use the people's time to call that person, but let me tell you right now, if they know this much about Disney. They don't have that you know much. Their time is not that valuable. I also ripped uh, some clearly uh, Donruss and some uh, contenders optic. Got a couple decent hits out of there. I got a Brees Hall auto one out of like 25 or something. That was not bad. It was a good, two good boxes. Yeah, actually. Uh, Sam, how oh, right, yeah, we're going to use Howell this rookie. as a critique Jesse time. Overall, I thought you did well, by the way. Engaging Great. on uh, you're engaging on the camera. You do well keeping things in. Couple things. I took a couple screenshots. Couple just small things, I think, if you did. Number one, let me just tell you this. When you, you take the card out, yeah. Hey, here's the card. Okay. Like this is the Brees Hall auto. Yeah. First, show the numbering. Gotta show the numbering. People want to know. Good to know. Okay. Then take it off camera and sleeve it. Take it off. We don't need to I see thought, the Jimmy's dancing because then people are like, oh, oh, he's like, he, get. no one says anything, but that's the sure. thought. It's like, oh, he's he's dinging up this card. It's not. It's not being damaged, but it's a bad. The the, the trying to get it. Just yeah. take take it off, pop it in, bring it back. See, that's you take you know, that whole I, process I would right love off. Love that. Yep. And I just assumed that was like a thing people didn't want you to ever take cards off camera. No, no. Once they see it, doesn't matter. Yeah. The okay. other thing that I would sense. say, just you got to be careful with this. Again, little stuff. 
stacking Chrome cards on top of each other like that, skewing across the desk. Somebody sent me that screenshot. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, again, not a big deal. Yeah. But always the thought has to be critical of like, if I saw my product like that, what happens? If I place the card on top of another card? Yeah, like at an angle, is it scratching? Just take it right off the screen. Okay. All right, that's fair enough. Other than that, killed it. I love to hear that. I love good criticism like that. Like, if you were going to say your fingers were too fat and I couldn't actually see the num- names on the cards, that would have hurt. And I it also wouldn't have been that see helpful. I couldn't see the card. Yeah, period. There, it <laughs> there we go. See, no, I was constructed. And I also didn't do my exact. Like, everybody said this. No, one person sent me a screenshot and that's it was fair. out of love. Like, hey, little tip for the big fella. Thank Perfect. you. And I, whoever sent that, thank you very much. I Don't do appreciate that. It was me. <laughs> it was me. I took that screenshot. All right. Did you have picks from phone before we go oh, on? Oh, jeez. Picks from picks phone. from Jesse phone. Jesse sucks as a breaker. We yep. covered that picture. Got it. Cleared um, right up. Who just texted our family chat? Look that wife. up. Your um, wife. Oh, oh, I've been seeing this a lot. The Joel Embiid stuff. He's having an unbelievable season. He is. Joel oh, Embiid, uh-huh. absolutely on a t- He's averaging something like 35, 12, and 6. Something, something ridiculous. Like 51 the other night with he Maxie did. doing like 30-something. Just pump the brakes if you're in the hobby on Joel Embiid. Big men, by and large, do not sell. Not for unbelievable amounts like Steph Curry and guards do who go off. Also, let's remember who Joel Embiid is in the playoffs. Until proven otherwise, he's a choke artist. He will find a way on the hard on the hard court, hardwood to vomit on himself. Oh. He's terrible. He's never made... Oh, I wonder if he's ever even made a conference finals. He's for sure never made it out of the conference finals. I don't remember if he's ever made a conference finals. Pump the brakes. The Joker comparison... Regular season, fine. He's unbelievable. You want to even tell me he's having a better season than Joker? Okay. I, I I would push back a little bit, but fine. I'll give you that. Joker has two MVPs to his one. Joker has a ring to his none, and he has another Western Conference Finals. They are not the same player. They are not the same player in the hobby. Also, Joker doesn't play strictly as a big man. He's a passing machine. I just want people to relax. Embiid does this every year where he's incredible in the regular season, at times like un- unearthly, like just amazing. You got to see him do it in the postseason. And even if he does, just remember, big men do not sell for a premium like guards do. That's the first thing. Um, you are correct. Joel Embiid has never made it to a conference final. Yeah, he always pukes before that. Uh, the other thing that was huge on Fanatic, we're just pumping Fanatics live now. I will be live <laughs> Saturday night, by yeah. the way. There'll be a bunch of show. I'm going to post the show tonight. Everything goes for sale in the show. Um, and then, so we're going to do some draft HDA, some more bone, tops chrome black. I got some immaculate, a bunch of different stuff. The breaks will post tonight. I'll be live Saturday night breaking. Um, by the way, if you've never made a purchase, you go to the store. Your first purchase, use the code NONSENSE. You get 25 bucks. The second Otani Babe Ruth card was pulled. Oh, I saw that. Yes. First yeah. one was pulled off app. Yep. I think it was by Filth Bomb, but on another platform. This oh, one, yeah, I wait, believe that's the case. I know it was pulled by Filth Bomb because I pulled it up looking, and I, but I didn't know it was off app. I don't think it was. I thought it was like on TikTok or one of because the, they stream everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, this one was pulled by uh, We The Hobby. I've never heard of these guys. Oh, I've heard the name before. I don't know who they are, but they have a big following. Um, two things. Number one, it's a great card. Number two, no, I don't think it was a conspiracy in a plant. Like, that was the whole thing yeah. today is like, of course, they pulled it on their platform. I would just say, if that's your thinking, just get used to the times when baseball is, I mean, we just found out from Peach State, we will be getting zero tops baseball moving forward. Oh, wow. And I, GTS is already there. Uh, Southern has very little, if any, now. Going forward, you are only going to see, or not only, but you will see the vast majority of tops baseball products only broken on Fanatics Live or by Fanatics Live breakers that happen to be somewhere else. So get okay. used to it. But this thought that they planted this. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing. It was a meaningless stream two months after the release of a product that nobody's actually talking about. And it happened on a friggin' Wednesday night with 50 people in the room. I, yeah. Again, I think this is such a stretch. I would also argue who else is breaking definitive right now? These guys were ripping through it last night. There's not a lot of definitive being broken right now anywhere else. Okay. So I also push back on that. Like, I, I just think it gets overplayed. Jeremy Byers from Mailbag, he actually had that same question about the people with tinfoil hats. What are we going to say to them? And the point that I came back yeah. with was also like, you also, yes, the, they're quick to, to point these things out, but they're not so quick when there's other big cards that are hit that are not on app because you also had the one of one Brady, the Bowman Chrome Brady that just got pulled. And then the one of one Bowman Chrome Babe the Ruth. Babe Ruth that had the big bounty. No, oh, and I, I think there was one or two others. And by the way, but, yeah. people are like, oh, well, this has a lot of impact. Like, this is a huge card. There is no bigger impact in the hobby for a card than the Brady. The phenomena around the Brady, whether you like it or not, everybody knows about it. Not everybody knew about the the other cards. Like, even the Ruth is like, okay, it's a throwback of a first. Who can The Brady first ever Super Factor is one of the biggest cards of the year. Value and just impact. Everybody knows about it. The fact that that wasn't pulled on Fanatics Live on a Saturday night in a room with Gary V and 700 people or yeah. the Dude Perfect. If the Dude Perfect guys come on yesterday, oh, was that their first show yesterday? Uh, that was their ago. first official show. They were like doing some pre-screen the day yeah. before. Those guys have the biggest following on the app in terms of in the room. I've never seen another room with a thousand people. They even said in the room at the time yeah. that that set the record. Yeah. Those guys pulled this card yesterday. I'd have some questions. Yeah. Agreed. So I just want everybody to pump the brakes. Do I think there's times Fanatics has screwed up and made some mistakes? Absolutely. We try to cover those as well. I don't think this was one of them. By the way, you were talking about Joel Embiid and basketball. Did you happen to notice or have any feelings about the fact that John Morant came back? Oh, no, he came back. He was, yeah. Unbelievable. And then like an amazing game-winning shot. Yeah, that's a guy. Again, I don't trust the basketball market all that much, but that's a guy whose stuff has plummeted over the last six to eight months. You could probably get on some of that guy's stuff right now. Even though that team is horrendous, you know, if they go on a run, they can still get in the playoffs. My thought with John Morant is it's not like a situation where with um, Tatis using drugs or um, any of these other multiple players who have been now accused of relationships with younger people. Like, these are, like, permanently damaging things. But I think like someone had a oh, legal yeah. you think, problem. You think anybody cares that Jai was flashing a gun on Instagram Live in, I mean, in a year from? Of course I, not. I guarantee there are people who are rooting for him because of that. But yes, I think that there is a. <laughs> a bunch of guys in Texas wearing Jabba. <laughs> Get them guns, boy. The rednecks in Texas are all excited about this. You think that's a thing? I think Who's it's a thing. I this? think there's a thing. Who's I think those are the people that you you named it specifically. Um, but the besides that, I do think that that's an, a minor enough thing to blow over to where his cards could have a really huge bounce back. Yeah, the only drawback there is that team is garbage this year, but we're still so early in. Again, 10 teams now make the postseason uh, because of the play-in tournament. This internet, by the way, I wish I could borrow John Morant's gun from it and shoot this internet. Baruto. I wonder what you're on. So they are 7-19. Seven and, tw- seven and 19. As of right now, they are, let's call it, seven games out of Seventh place. Okay. Eight, eight games out of seventh place, which is the Pelicans, Lakers, Rockets, and Suns. You're telling me they couldn't couldn't catch one of those teams? I mean, it's possible. That's it's so early in the they way they played. It? Sure, be great. This wow. this potential yeah. there. Desmond Bain's playing really well for them. Triple J again. So, yeah, I hope it happens. The only thing, of course, to be leery of, um, especially if you're going to go after, if you're still a base chaser at all, 
his he has one of the most graded PSA 10 base cards yeah, in the be world. So with the base stuff. Um, all right. Let's uh I think we also have some stuff that we're also speaking of base and what we may be buying or looking to buy. PWCC weekly auctions. You're looking to buy onesies for your kid, SCN Brandon. My, oh, my son has one. We are going to add those to the merch site. By the way, if you haven't checked out merch, I don't like to plug it because it feels weird, but I got a new hat out some, of it. There's some fun stuff the on hat's there. Dumb. Aaron Weber never sent me his address. I creeped him out. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, PWCC weekly auctions uh, in this Sunday. Mike and I went through some of the things that we liked, and I have bid on maybe 10 items I'm high bidder on at this moment. I think that you found a few things that you had mentioned last show. And I think we start with uh, Josh Allen. Yep. Two Josh Allen cards. 2018 blue select uh, PSA nine Josh Allen rookie. The card's like two to 250 right now in regular value. It's a little under that at 170, which would be about 205 with the premium. I'm going to bid a little bit more. I'm not going to go crazy. The thing that's weird about this card is a PSA 10 still way over a thousand. So this is another one of those huge discrepancies between a nine and a 10. And like I said, the last couple weeks, I think the Bills are going to get weird at the end of the year and make a run. So I'm in on Josh Allen. It's also a color match. I normally don't care, but that actually looks pretty slick. Uh, let's see here. Hold Just on. one of the Josh Allen. Pull it hey, up. Eddie, hold on for me. No, no. Live. <laughs> hold we'll on. Do, we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. I picked out another Josh Allen. There's actually a few. I, I'm not going heavy on his on his big rookie stuff, though. There's a few autographs. I'm not dropping a thousand bucks on Josh. I don't like him that much. All right. So let's See, can, 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 can we go filler. Can we go back and forth from the Josh Allen to one of mine then to yours? The next Josh Allen. Sure. Yeah. Let's I'll already forget. I'll just what we, I mean, jump off a cliff. No, it's fine. All right. Here's fine. the other what Josh Allen. It was a quarry right around the corner. So <laughs> uh, by the way, they're not blasting over no, there. No, they are. I was gonna say you oh. they've moved it to like about 30 minutes after you leave every day. Oh. There is a blast. Yeah, it's still going on. Okay. The next one is a same thing, 2018 Select, so and it's the light blue die cut, also a PSA nine. Again, the PSA ten version of this is way over this. This is at 155 bucks. I okay. like the Josh Allen upside. I also just think PSA nines, in in particular with these two cards, seem to be at a crazy cheap price compared to the ten. So okay, so Josh Allen, obviously, you're putting your money where your mouth is because you f- still view this as a a card to buy. I am doing the same. In the sense that I have found a Disney princess or what? It's not a princess. An actor from the 70s. You could call it, I guess now he could be called a Disney prince, a prince of the force, uh, a little Luke uh, Luke Skywalker. I wanted to call him Luke Hamill. Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Uh, this is in 1977. Opeachy Star Wars. This is the one that just set the record for, I think, like, what was it, like $80,000 or something like that? Um, but, anyways, it's an SGC5. I am high bidder on it currently. I really want this card. I don't care that it's a low grade. I think that's a lot of times um, my opinion on some of the stuff that's lower graded, uh, big name stuff. I don't care what the grade is. If I can just say I own one, even if it was like a uh, SGC one, I would still take it. So that's one of the ones I'm going after. The next is the probably the biggest card I've bid on in the last month or so. Um, Vigo Mortensen? A little $120 for this Vigo. Actually, this, this, I've been on a couple things bigger than this, but it's a signed Vigo Mortensen. Aragorn. Lord of the Rings. Aragorn. Uh, Aragorn. Yes, you brought, your pronunciation was flawless. So. Aragorn. Uh, I want this card. I want it very badly. I don't want anyone else to bid on it, so just know that even though That's I'm— That's weird. It's a PSA 5 on a modern card. I was wondering that too. Like, I wonder if there's like a dent or something like that in it. Cause like, I couldn't see looking at the card. Do you remember the name of the race of men he is? 
Um, We're blessed with exceptionally long life. Here you go. You know you're better at this than I am. When really, you don't yeah, know. This I, is I, mean, I would know the name if you gave me multiple choice. I'd get it, but no, I can't tell. Tell tell us. No, don't even <laughs> you don't even know it, do you? I am all set. The <laughs> a Dunadan. I don't think I'm saying that right, but it's something like that. Durdan. Dunadan or Doingdan. Hang on, descent of Edan. Edan. That's what you were. You just said that is, that, is a man. Oh, he's a man of Dunadan descent. <laughs> With Edain roots, as well as Elf and Ainu roots. How do you get this? I don't understand. Oh, here we go. What <laughs> ethnicity is Aragorn? This is what I was looking there for. There we go. Thank you. Yes. Oh, no, it's I this. need to racially Numenorian. profile Aragorn. Numenorian. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Then what was the other thing you were saying? What is that word? I, I don't have any idea. Okay. <laughs> Just found this word. Yeah. I started Numenorian. Yep. Um, you know what? Props to you for even knowing that he's not just human. So what a great actor! He does this, and then he like wins an Academy Award for the Green Book. Oh, that's a good movie. I know it is. I was just watching some of that the other day, actually. Yeah, he's Vigo's got some range. Oh, and isn't he an Australian dude? No, in real life, I don't think he's Australian. He's not from America, but he's. Eddie, check that. We need a uh, (laughs) ethnicity of Vigo Mortensen, please. Right now, because he plays a obviously a prince or whatever this dude, the king here. He's future king. Yeah. Yeah, of Gondor. I know. Take it easy, for goodness' sake. But then he plays like an Italian mobster in that movie. Um, he's in a lot of movies, things that are not all necessarily appropriate for all ages. Um, yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, I want that card. Please don't bid on it. Go bid on anything else. Not that one. Um, you had one other one, and I had a couple others. I just had the Purdy thing. I think it's interesting. There's like four or five Brock Purdy flawless patch autos. Okay. I'm not in the market for any of these. I think they're all going to sell crazy high. If you are, the only, here's a, honestly just a very basic principle. When there's five cards that are massive like this, I think one or two of them fall through the cracks in terms of comps and probably sell 20% cheaper than the others. I was wondering if you were so, going to take that take where it's yeah. like there, since there are, would you say four of them out right at now? At least four or five flawless RPAs. That of there's his. a chance that maybe something goes. Yeah, because yeah, I think cheaper. a lot of people are kind of like me where I'm like, you know, I like Purdy and I think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm not buying in right now because if he doesn't do that, there's going to be a drop. I think there's enough guys that were like, you know what? I think he's going to want a crazy run. He's going to win the MVP and the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, what's the card I want? I mean, flawless patch auto is about as good as it gets for him. So um, I just, I have like a bunch of other stuff. I'm not going to show them all, but I am going to just show like stuff like this. I found like, especially when I was doing the live last night, I think guys uh, respect, even though the, again, this is not a PSA 10 or an SGC 10 of a, a Topps Mario Nintendo card. But it's just such a cool-looking card where it's just a picture of Mario, a yellow bra- background, and it says Super Mario Brothers. I like something that's encapsulated because, to me, it's like a picture frame. That's a cool picture, and that's a cool p- picture frame, and I can just put that up on display. This is the kind of stuff I'm going after for my personal collection. Um, there's a few others I'm going after because I love the non-sport and there's a lot of non-sport listed right now. So, um, and they're all, in my opinion, they're all going very cheap. So that's what uh, is on the chopping block for this weekend, this Sunday. Go out and bid on something. None of the things that we talked about, please, just because I want them. Right. Um, How old was Aragon? It's the only, the only one reference is made to his age in the three in the original trilogy. How old is Aragon in The Two Towers, which is the second of the three, obviously? Uh, well, he is a good bit older than your average man. Um, I want to say 300 years old. It's laughable. 87. What? He dies later on. He dies. (laughs) And how old is he when he, at the age of his death, dies as the king, by the way. 
How old? How old was he when he died? Three hundred years old. Also stupid. Two hundred and ten. <laughs> Much closer though. Okay, one but could last, argue. last one, real quick. Okay, sure. In the original, make sure. I, I believe this is at the time of the War of the Ring. I think this is the same time. I believe. How old is Legolas? If you oh. can get this within, I'll tell you right now. If you get this within a hundred years, yeah. What? Tell I'll me. buy you lunch. What? Yep. Oh, he was 783 years old. 2,931. No! You suck. I, I could have given Wendy's you a thousand lunch. years and you wouldn't have got it. Well, wow. Would have been soup from Mendy's. So. All right, let's do mailbag. Go mail to Mendy's? Mailbag and get out of here. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's the case. Oh, hey, before we go, I've been dying to do this and you can't answer this. I would like to say this. Since uh, Eddie's here, I'm going to use him as a, a replacement for the audience. You, the audience. I have a joke for you that I thoroughly enjoy. If you're a family person, you can tell this to anybody in your family. You'll enjoy it. Eddie, can you unmute for a second? Yeah, I got you. All right. Thank you, Eddie. All right. Here's the joke. What do a piano, a tuna fish, and a stick of glue have in common? I have no idea. All right. First off, be sure to cut the dead silence in between your guests. Yeah, I liked that. it. Um, <laughs> You can tune a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. I don't know if I really get that, but... I didn't either. Yeah. It's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, why are you the way that you are? You're supposed to say, what about the stick of glue? What about the stick of glue? Everybody gets stuck on that. You were the first person that that joke has not gone over flawlessly <laughs> Me with. Me and Hannah thought it sucked, too. No, you, first off... I never have told Hannah. I've did. never told Hannah. We I were told you. We were together. I told you at the dinner with the other guys. I never told Hannah this joke. I would never tell her this joke. This is a very adult joke. She wouldn't get it. Uh, we were at the table. I don't think anybody laughed. Everybody laughed. Everyone loves that joke. Guys, feel free to use that. You're going to be around family a lot, I'm sure, over the next week. You're going to call Brian Share Jordan with whoever. Rohan. I'm calling somebody to back me up on how stupid that was. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. There you go. And mailbag. It is mailbag. The mailbag comes to us. Jeremy Byers. We already asked this question about uh, fanatics hitting a big card. This guy's account is just called. I have to return some videotapes. He says. Okay. I which I kind of love. Uh, is top. Oh, that's his Facebook name. That's his Facebook <laughs> name. Yep. Is, <laughs> is top. Now that's a joke. That's, that's good. a joke. Oh, it's solid. <laughs> <laughs> God, I is tops really replacing the atomic refractors in bowman's best with wave refractors oh hang on hang on bigger okay. point by the way beep, bowman's beep. best i the checklist released last week i had to claw and scratch my way into it we are getting more cases of bowman's best for release week than any other product this year bowman's best looks awesome really i don't know about them replacing the atomic but the checklist is stupid loaded it's actually reasonably priced compared to the last couple of years. I'm very excited about Bowman's Best. And yes, I bought a ton of it because I think it's a good product. And so, yes, I'm going to pump it until the 19th of January. Um, they got some new inserts. All the draft guys are in it and the Chrome guys. I would say if you have not done so yet, you should take a look at that checklist. It's actually overwhelmingly good. I have awesome. no idea about the waves replacing the Atomics. I had not heard that. And that was not the case last year. Would that be a problem for you? Because it's a problem Atomics. for this guy. I mean, Atomic is a is an old school set. I hope that's not the case. Okay. 
I didn't want to. What did he say though? What was his I'm, take on it? Nope. I'm not going to finish what he said. It's not really appropriate. No, finish it. I want to hear it. Nope. No. <laughs> Bradley Aaron Muse. Now I got to go find the stupid thing and read it myself. That's Hang fine. On. You can do that all day long. Bradley <sighs> Aaron Muse. I what can't is answer your... this question because I'm reading the last question, pal. You can't ask a question uh, and not finish it. I got to know what I'm talking about here. Bradley wants to know what's going on with the uh, next year. Here, here's what's going to happen next year. You're going to find out on next Thursday's episode. Oh, I thought you uh, meant because he was bashing the product. He just made an inappropriate remark. He did. Yes, he did. That's is why that I was a, not is repeating that, a refer- that. Is that a sexual you reference? You absolutely know that's a inappropriate reference. That's all we're going to say. Okay. <laughs> For a second, I thought I was talking about marijuana. <laughs> nope. I don't think it is. No, it's not. Well, um, the video, the, the video <laughs> name works. So good for him. Uh, yeah, next Monday, we will not be here. It's a holiday. Um, the Thursday episode, we will not be a holiday here. So. For me, just to be clear. Here's the thing. It is a holiday, whether you celebrate it or not. It's still a holiday. Nope. It's still- I will be working that day. <laughs> no, I don't recognize anything. I'll be live on Fanatics Live because they're doing an incentive where if I sell that day, I get 500 bucks. Um, yeah, deal with it. I'll be live all day. Okay, there you go. Brian Shome. Goof around with your freaking eggnog. Uh, he says, I've got a question. Jesse, are nice slabs of low-end cards that sell for less than the cost of grading a waste of money or a good deal? In my personal opinion, again, this is not from an investor side of things. It's more from a collector side. Actually, you know what? I'll give both. The investor side of me says, if you can get a graded card of something that even if the, the card itself got a low grade because it had a ding or whatever. If the card's still cool and you think there's a uh, a market for it in your subsection, whether it's sports, hobby, TCG, whatever the case, non-sport, go ahead and get it. Because I am of the opinion you can find someone to spend 5 to $10 on almost any graded yeah, card. I agree. I think that you will do all, do all right if you can find cards for that. And that's what I've been doing on PWCC because every week, I'm buying cards for like six bucks when I include the 20% premium. By the so. way, so I'm looking at this checklist just to circle back real quick. I do, all I see listed are the refractor versions, which are non-numbered, then like Wave, Mini Diamond, and then the color refractors as well. I do not see Atomic on here. So maybe. Yeah, I could find out. I got the actual checklist from Distro or from uh, the manufacturer. Also- That's thing. I, I hope that's not the case. I don't hate the Waves. But I do think we need to. We don't need to overdo this new, the new stuff like the negatives, the frozens. The Atomic's pretty standard. That's interesting. Okay, we're gonna find. There out is more. a 1992 Bowman by Randy Johnson set checklist, which is weird. I don't have any idea what that is. I'm very curious what that set is. When does it come out? Uh, the 19th of January. Okay. Oh, so we got a few more weeks to maybe figure it out. I don't understand what this is. Collectors can also tap into their 90s nostalgia with the 1992 Bowman Randy Johnson autograph series. It, the guy's literally sitting in a glove, like a big glove. It's Drew Jones dressed in that. street clothes. I want that. Oh, I saw. I, I know what this is. Actually, I've seen this. This is like some uh, photographer, some professional photographer has come out and that's a set they're doing based on his photos. I, well, I wonder what the connection is to Randy Johnson. I don't know. Randy Johnson was. Do you know who that name? The pitcher. Yeah, he's the pitcher. I. Yeah. I thought this was another, maybe another Randy Johnson. Are we sure it's no? It's the it Randy the Johnson because his autograph is up on the top left. He's got okay. the weirdest looking. But there is a photographer. Uh, I mean, a camera emoji there too, and then the autograph. Okay. So maybe it's a play on both. I, I don't know. Yeah. The other thing that are kind of cool too, the family tree autos. So there's like Matt Holiday, Jackson Holiday, Drew Jones, Andrew oh, Jones, that's Vlad. I don't know if Vlad's on the checklist, but maybe, I mean, that would make sense. It, I'm telling you, I think this is going to be product of the... Mm, Ripken? Man. And who? 
Isn't there Cal Ripken Sr. and no, Jr.? he's a brother. You're right. Billy. Billy Ripken. Oh, here you go. He's Actually, the it's one pretty... with the bat. So Jackson Holiday, Matt Holiday, Andrew Jones, Drew Jones. Oh, the brothers, Jace and Josh Young, and Brian Acuna, and Luis Angel Acuna. And there's a triple. There's only one listed right now. It's uh, Ronald, Luis Angel, and Brian Acuna. Um, that's we'll be doing bets. a breakdown. We'll talk more. A lot more of that. It was, it was to get close because yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited about that one. Um, I feel like we haven't talked much about SGC as of recently, but it's not because it's not a, financial, a fantastic product. I think financially speaking, I have noticed this. It's not, it's still, obviously, there's a disparity between PSA and SGC, but it made me think about Brian's question about like the lower, um, the, the cards that are selling for less than the cost of grading. I think that is where you're really seeing some benefits to that low cost is because you're grading something for $9 in a lot of cases. Like right now, they're still doing, up, up until the beginning of January, they're still doing a Bowman special for $9 grades. TCG is still $9 to get it graded. The fact that I can get something graded for $9 that maybe I got a card pulled out of a pack for like, I have some of these Mario packs. I got them for cents, not even a full dollar. But I got that graded, and then I go and turn around and sell it for eleven to fifteen dollars. That's not like a huge amount, but it the you're underwater in any other grading company. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think that there's really a viable option, especially with the fact that we are seeing prices even out in a lot of cases, not just for vintage. So I'll be doing a live reveal of SGC tomorrow. Oh that, really? That Jordan's coming back. Paulie's Jordan. My, I got. I mean, a bunch of my own stuff as well. But that Jordan's coming back. I'm curious on the grade. I'm very nervous. I'm hoping I attend, but uh, I sent off a lot of Pokemon, like some higher-end Pokemon stuff. With this and, one? Um, I sent it off oh, last Oh, I did week. not with me. No, oh, no, okay, no. Okay. This is stuff I sent off. But yeah, I'm very curious. Um, let's see. Cody James, any updates on getting renewed? Uh, you guys find a new platform. Also, Jesse, what's your favorite nonsense product of the year? Uh, nonsense product of the year would probably be Lorcana. Uh, that is... I think it's just a lot of fun and it's something a little different that I'm into. Um, we'll talk more about the other thing. No, we as of right now, we haven't heard anything though. Yep. Uh, Nathan Hamilton. Do you feel like right now is the best time to be loading up on baseball cards? I think you probably have some more time before you have to do that. Okay. So I'm loading up, like I'm assuming loading up to start selling off. I'd wait a little bit. Michael Ferrario is triple threats coming out this year. That's a great question. I don't see it on any release calendars as of yet. I cannot imagine it's not. I mean, there's 10 I, more days, so. Oh, yeah. I think he means this year, like, his 2023 triple threats coming out. Ah, uh, I got gotcha, you. Wait a minute. Gotcha. Didn't 2023? Am I wrong about that? I thought triple threads was already out, but now I'm starting to think that might have been 2022. Ooh, ooh la la. I'm typing. Hang on a second. 2023 tops triple threads. Oh, I do not see. 2022 for sure came out. Actually bought into a break. Oh, the weekend when I was in. Yeah, so 2022 came out. Yeah, that's funny. 2023, nothing on the calendar yet. I'd be very shocked if it wasn't, but maybe it's not. I, I can tell you right now, we have not been solicited for pre-orders. So, interesting. I forgot about that one, Mikey. Um, here's the thing. A lot of the following questions are related to things that we either aren't talking about or things that we are, we've already kind of covered. A lot of ringer questions. People are very curious where we're going. Well, we haven't talked about it. Um, and who's, about it. who's to say we're going anywhere? Um, Jeremy Walker had one last question. How many inserts and parallels is too much? Do you think a set that was released with, let's say, two inserts and maybe three color variations would be successful in today's hobby? 
I mean, if it was a super short printed set, absolutely. There was uh, a post that I put out based on one of the the pieces of content our, our content guy made. And it was basically getting your thoughts in the Facebook group of the hobby market in 2023. What, what was your take? And that was one of the biggest responses was too much, like one of one, too much color, color, too much serial number. It's like becoming where those things were the rarity where it's almost like almost base in some instances, just because there's so many variations to it. It's like, what's valuable. It's a reasonable take. I mean, yes and no. Like, I, I mean, the one-on-one thing, I don't want a more parallels of that. The other stuff I, I'm not as opposed to, although I don't want to see it overdone. Like I don't need 57 different refractors in Bowman's best. Yeah. Keep the standard colors. You want to add in some Ray wave stuff. Fine. And don't get rid of the traditional. I would say, you know, this is a question that I think we've talked about since day one. And this is something that Josh Luber, you know, he had his own print ideas, runs. print runs. I still come back. I'd love to, that to know of, how many cases. Well, it's not even that. My thought is, what is the better option? Do you continue to make? Because that was another big issue for people is this wax 2.0. Everyone said junk wax 2.0. There's just too much product out there. But we're also seeing things sell out. We're seeing there's still a decent amount of demand. But would we see more demand? Would we see prices increasing if you had less product access to it? thousand percent. And then people would complain the pricing is too high. Exactly. I actually think we're kind of in a sweet spot right now. And Fanatics got rid of, what, seven to ten SKUs this year. Mm -hmm. So I I think, if nothing else, that's a step in the right direction. So Panini follows suit in the new year and starts lowering some of these prices. Especially if you're going to make the argument, too, that inflation is down, which, again, Mike, no one's coming at you with this comment. No, they're coming at me. No one's one's attacking you. You're in a safe place. But if you're making the argument that inflation's coming down, which a lot of people are, then shouldn't that apply to all product? I would think. I mean, like, especially if this is uh, something that was directly affected by inflation going up, I would think that some wax prices would hopefully, hopefully to go mention, down too. The fact that the singles market stinks right now, especially in football and basketball. Yeah. Brutal. Well, I mean, the singles market stinks in comparison to what you are get, buying the box for. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's why I'd like to see a correction. Even like Bowman's Best, I just finished bragging about that product. Those boxes, I guarantee, will be less than two fifty when they come out. Oh, well, right, hang on, no, no, two fifty. There's only eight box case. Uh, eight times three hundred is what? Twenty four hundred. Uh, yeah. Okay, maybe they're three hundred dollars. I think that's a much better value proposition than almost any other football basketball product I see on the market right now. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, it's about half to a third of what most of those other products are selling for. Um, I, I think this year is going to be interesting. We'll talk more about that on next Thursday's episode. I want to do a live break at SGC in 2024 and have them grade the cards overnight. Blez just did this at PSA. Oh, did he? And SGC did this with Leighton last year. I do. I want to I go, go down to uh, Boca Raton for a weekend and do a live break with like an awesome new product, break it in the facility, and then hand it to him to, to grade for a bunch of people. I think it'd be awesome. You don't have to twist my arm. I'm in, baby. Oh, I said nothing. We'll bring. What did you just call me? Dude, on the second to last episode of the year? Normally, I'd be a by that. This time, I, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm thinking of some things you'd need that bleep button for, you son of a. <laughs> a little late, but okay. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be fun to do. So right. I saw them do it the other day at PSA. I was like, we should be doing this at SGC. Once a quarter with a big release. I'm in. Tell me where to sign. I'm in. I don't want your signature. All right, that's it. We're done, right? We're over. That's your show. Yeah, we did it.
All right. Sports Cards Nonsense, brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We will be back next Thursday and then the Thursday after that. So just two. Uh, what would you think of doing one Facebook Live pod in the meantime, one of these next two weeks on like a Tuesday or Wednesday, since we're only doing two shows in two weeks, not four? I'm down. I would love to do it as a YouTube Live. Or we could actually do both. Both, because I don't want to just do YouTube because I hate those people. That's not true. But no one comes over. The Facebook will get a lot more people. Uh, in, the, in the moment, it'll probably get a lot of people. But yeah, we can do both. Sure. So in the next, either next week or the week after, one day on yeah. like a Tuesday, come like in and just do a pod, a live show. I like it. Okay. All right. There you cool. go. We'll be back. We'll keep you posted on that crap. Like I said, I'm posting uh, breaks tonight on Fanatics Live. I'll be live all night Saturday night singing and dancing like a maniac like normal. So make sure you come by and see it. And uh, yeah, subscribe. Use the, con- use the promo code nonsense. I already said that. So that's why I stumbled. I'll also be on the app making shows. Come and join mine. <laughs> I love Lamp. Goodbye. What's up, everybody? I'm JJ Johnson. That's the wrong. <laughs> Hold on. And goodbye. Ha, ha, ha.